This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode 18. Lately, my clients have been reaching out to me wanting more. They want to hit the nail on the head with their language, while not really certain of the story they're telling anymore. So it's a tough place to be, and it's not their fault. With this virus still hanging in the air, things are evolving daily. You know, we thought we'd slowly be able to reopen, but the reality is more like on again, off again. The second we pin down a strategy, the pendulum seems to swing in the other direction again and again and again. Here in Bend, the mayor provided some strongly worded language to say that hotels should not be welcoming any more tourists this summer. This in a place where tourism is our number one industry. Meanwhile, in Napa Valley, we were preparing to reopen a spa last month, only to receive word that spas needed to close again after having just reopened. Restaurants and tasting rooms that had been able to reopen were once again relegated to outdoor experiences only. It's on again, off again, start and stop. This is the backdrop. Uncertainty is the stage. And we've got to find a way to keep sharing stories in spite of it. We need to keep hotels, restaurants, spas, and our towns that rely on tourism afloat. Now, we've also hit on some positive new developments out of this strange time, like an increase in demand for off-the-beaten-path places people setting out to discover hidden gems instead of the same old tourist traps. People wanting to leave the world better than they found it, which means an increase in ecotourism and adventure travel and good old road trips. But back to marketing during these uncertain times. It's complicated. I go back to the idea of what's left of hospitality. We're needing to write pages of descriptions that limit the guest experience, how a dining experience has changed, the new rules at the pool, or our cleaning protocols. You know, I drove past a local distillery this weekend and slung underneath their sign, their tagline had been replaced with the phrase, we have sanitizer. Yikes. As marketers, we've got to find a way to continue to share compelling stories. There's something else that's happening in the last few months that I should mention because it's making all of this even harder. Hotels have had to cut back on marketing dollars. They're bringing more in-house. Suddenly, a revenue manager is overseeing Google ads, a sales director is proofing local advertising, and the front desk team is drafting flyers about social distancing. So today I'm sharing five storytelling ideas for hotels with limited time, shrinking budgets, and a growing need for occupancy. 
At the end of this episode, I'm also going to share a resource I've created in response to all of this. It's called Marketing in a Box. It's a solution for hotels who are doing it all themselves. If you have someone on property who's currently wearing a marketing hat and needs some guidance, Marketing in a Box might be the solution you've been looking for. So let's get into the episode. Five storytelling ideas for hotels that don't rely on big marketing spends and can yield some big results. First, use your customers' words. I know, I know, you might be scared to look at TripAdvisor and Yelp right now. With all the stuff happening in the world, some people are being downright mean. But for every bad review, my bet is that you've got plenty more good ones coming in. So you can actually use your most recent positive reviews to piece together the story about what's changed. Maybe guests are commenting on how secluded and private their stay was, or how they had the pool to themselves. Maybe they loved grabbing food from a neighborhood food truck, or maybe they brought their dog and spent mornings in the park across the street. These aren't just guest reviews, they're actually marketing gold right now. Travel and Leisure knows this, right? Travel and Leisure and other big travel publications are sharing these same sorts of stories right now. So a traveler who had an incredible stay in Mexico during the pandemic was front page news for Travel and Leisure recently. So you can follow their example and share the stories your guests are sharing from their summer experiences. It's easier and more effective to use travelers' words for a couple of reasons. First of all, they're talking about what they did at your property, not the rules and regulations. While we've been busy sharing safety protocols, travelers are sharing their experiences and vacationing within the boundaries that we've created. And it turns out, it's not so bad. Actually, it's quite good. Now, the second reason to use recent guest reviews is that they highlight the things that matter to guests in the present moment. These same things will resonate with other guests too. Like rooms that open to the outdoors, for instance. It turns out that's a big one these days. See what else your guests are talking about and then use their personal reviews to tell your story. Use these guests' quotes, like literal quotes from guests, in your social media posts, within your emails, and even on your website. My second storytelling tip is to hire an influencer. This is one of the most effective ways to tell your story, and it doesn't stop at social media. Chances are you have influencers nearby you. They're everywhere. The catch is finding the influencers that are more than a pretty face, the ones who live up to that title of influencer or content creator. You're going to want to find an influencer who has a following that ideally extends beyond social media. An influencer with a solid blog is sharing content that's optimized both for Google search and also for Pinterest. So on Google, travelers are actively searching for trips to your corner of the world. And on Pinterest, people are seeking out inspiration for future stays. So if you find an influencer with a presence that extends beyond Instagram, you'll be better served. When it comes to contracts and how you'll pay the influencer, it's a bit of the Wild West out there. 
So just be clear on deliverables and KPIs from the start. There's so much more to influence than just a follower number. Micro-influencers, you may have heard this term, they're some of the most influential people when it comes to local business. Their following may be small, but it's typically more engaged than larger influencers. So if you choose a micro-influencer that reflects your target market, for example, a mom blogger in Portland for a family-friendly resort in Oregon, chances are you'll share a common audience of moms in Oregon, and by sharing her experience, she'll influence others who are more likely to want to plan an identical trip. You can also build out a plan or a contract to suit your needs. Whether you're in need of summer photography or photos of the specific area of your property, like a spa outlet that's been moved outdoors or a new hotel feature you've just rolled out, you can actually accomplish a lot with an influencer visit. Again, just be sure to clearly lay out your list of deliverables and even provide examples of the type of visual imagery and stories you'd love to have shared. The influencer will appreciate the opportunity to give you exactly what you need because it's a chance for them to nail the partnership and opens that influencer up to future collaborations with you and other properties like yours. Third, I want you to opt outside. Yes, the popular REI campaign rolls off the tongue, but how can we apply it to hotel experiences? I'm always preaching to think outside of the hotel room, and that's never been more important at a time when the outdoors is the safest place to be. Sure, you can let your guests know that the fitness room is double disinfected, or you could reach out to a local bike rental company and build a partnership so that you can offer your guest a bicycle and a map to explore the surrounding area in the fresh air. If you offer group fitness, take those classes outside. If you have a spa, take the massages outside in the open air. In this moment we're living in, we need to meet travelers where they are. We need to be empathetic, flexible with cancellations, and nimble when it comes to making guests comfortable. So think beyond the hotel walls and encourage guests to get outdoors by activating some new experiences you'll have plenty more stories to tell. Now fourth, I want you to turn what feel like limited experiences into limitless itineraries. Sure, you've got to include your safety protocol, you've redesigned your restaurant experience, and your spa menu is now condensed to mask-friendly services only. But don't stop there. Don't stop at what can't be done. Take all of the pieces remaining and figure out what can be done. PR teams are great at this stuff, but if you're not lucky enough to have a PR team on speed dial right now, I'll give you a couple of prompts. You could create an itinerary for outdoor enthusiasts coming to visit, to explore hidden gems where social distancing is easy. You could create an itinerary for people who normally come to dine and drink, foodies, right? a foodie itinerary of all the places to eat outdoors. Right here in Bend, we could be sending people out to Camp Sherman to eat a sandwich on the Metolius River or up the ski lift at Mount Bachelor for a sunset dinner. We need to improvise. 
We need to put ourselves in the guests' shoes and find ways to make their vacations memorable, maybe even more memorable than before. On a previous episode, we talked about pent-up demand, and we're certainly seeing that bubble over into bookings and occupancy in these summer months. Travelers' mindsets have shifted as a result of not being able to travel, and travelers will pay more for experiences that feel safe and are close to home. On episode 16, Aditi Verma talked about revenue management during this time and why dropping rates is the wrong approach right now. So my last tip is to actually go big on packages. Go in the other direction. At this stage of the game, we know people are chomping at the bit to travel. They're on the road and they're traveling. We know that people are traveling hyper-locally here in the U.S. I mean, we're pretty limited as to where we can go around the world right now. So I saw this really interesting thing happen. Alyssa Ramos, who is my guest on episode 10, has been building group itineraries for travelers for a few years now. This year, her group trips were canceled due to the pandemic. Now, Alyssa, who I consider a really smart blogger and business person, is someone who doesn't give up quickly. So Alyssa started working on her 2021 group trips. She packaged up a trip to Antarctica a trip that typically costs around $7,500. She made sure to find an eco-friendly tour group, and she put the trip out there this past weekend. She sold 62 spots at around $7,500 a pop in 24 hours. This got me thinking about big trips and how this same philosophy can be applied to hotel packages. People are not only ready to travel, they're ready to treat themselves. They're ready to book experiences that they've been longing for and dreaming of. So along with not lowering your rates, you should consider building more packages, building bigger packages, experience-based packages, including book now, stay later type offers. These packages are performing This is another place for storytelling, taking those itineraries and turning them into packages and then promoting them to travelers who are looking for something truly special right now. Okay, so those are my five storytelling tips for hotels. And before we go, I want to share a little more about marketing in a box, that service I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Marketing in a Box is a limited-time subscription service built for small hotels who have always done everything in-house or who have recently found themselves needing to do everything in-house based on, well, you know. So I created the subscription service for hotels that can't hire an agency, can't hire a consultant, but need to continue marketing themselves and really just need a guide. By signing up, you get access to a monthly marketing box with three documents, typically one for web, one for email, and one for social. Each document provides insights and action prompts, so you can go from just sort of treading water to actually experiencing growth right now. The subscription includes a one-hour private consulting call with yours truly every month 
and access to a marketing dashboard that I'll build for you and walk you through to track and measure your work. You can access the dashboard at any time to see how you're doing or see how a campaign's performing. Pretty cool, right? The only problem, I have limited spots available. So if you're interested and you want to learn more, hop over to the show notes page where I'll link to marketing in a box. You can get on the list to access this amazing new program. Okay, before we go, I want to remind you of the five storytelling tips we reviewed today. Number one, guest reviews are your friend. Use your customer reviews to share your stories. Number two, hire an influencer. This is a low-cost, high-impact storytelling technique that yields bookings. Number three, opt outside. Look beyond your hotel walls and take some of your amenities outdoors. Number four, limitless itineraries. Develop some new programming that's built around social distancing instead of limited by it. And number five, go big on packages. Dream up, treat yourself type packages and share these stories with people who are dreaming just as big. That's it. For the notes from this episode and to find out more about marketing in a box, head to howtosharepodcast.com slash 18. As always, keep sharing your stories. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. How to share.